You know, I, I what I did end up doing is I had a little, it was a Samsung 128 gig USB thumb drive. It was a perfect little thing. You've ever seen them? They're miniature and they sit right inside the, the, uh, the USB. It's just the USB and it sticks out just a little bit. Yep, it was perfect because I put little, it on my MacBook Pro. Even a lanyard Pro. dongle on it, you can put a lanyard on it and keep yep. it on your keychain if you want. Yeah, it seems and dangerous and dubious to me, but well, it and it lasted. I always kept it plugged in, and it was an extra. Oh, me too. Yeah, I kept all my sound effects on mine, Did, like, so yeah. I never had to have a sound effects library, and it was huge. But it didn't have to be on my internal disk. Yeah, and it made sense, man. It it gave me an extra 128 gigs, and I kept yeah. all of the ROMs. So I had stuff from oh nice the Atari 2600 all the way up to a few individual playstation um nice yeah and it was cool except the drive started dying and it would automatically eject itself yeah and i didn't i didn't pay attention to it and so it finally died died and so i tried a couple of those like free recovery software things right and i almost feel like those are easy those are more successful on spinning discs than anything because it'll just spin them really slowly and like try to read the data yeah but well, and all of them are basically like you can do a handful. You can do this one directory. It won't mm-hmm. do any subdirectories. There was one that was promising. It was the only one that would mount the drive when it wasn't even showing up at listed, right? It was just plugged mm-hmm. in. And it was 20 bucks. And I thought, you know what? I'll drop it. And yeah. I did. And it worked, man. I was impressed. <gasps> I was so nice. happy. So a I ended slow up slow transfer off, but you got it. Yes. Got them all. Uh, yeah. Saved everything. And it wasn't like a huge loss, but it was like all the... The app that I used to play them, it saved all of my progress and all of that stuff was in yeah, there. That's cool. And so I ended up buying the next model up, the 256, a little small one, because it was like 30 bucks. So all in all, like this thing that I tried to be cheap about, uh, now it's now I'm like 50 bucks in. But it's it's all working again. I got I got yeah, everything. No, I'm good, dude. I renamed the the drive the same. And so everything's yeah. working flawlessly. It was great. But I'm just glad to have those games again, just because it's like then that nostalgic feel of just being able to, I don't know, if I want to play Super Mario World for a little bit and listen to, there's one level, I think it's the night level, where it's like the the background, the, the night sky is green. Uh-huh. Oh, loved it. I, I even, I remember um, talking about our, our Patreon episodes and, and listening to music in that rental, that little room that I rented out <laughs> in like the mid-2000s, listening to music like that, stuff off of those fall albums and then just going into illustrator and making stuff out of oh. that. Yeah. It's kind of, it was fun, fun thing, man. Yeah. But I'm just, I mean, I'm glad to have, I'm glad to have the games back. Uh, just, it, it seems so familiar. Like, you know, talking about playing quarantine and going over to my friend's house, we'd go to Royal video and rent the PC game, bring it back to his place. And then we would install it and run it. That was cool that they offered the PC games for rent there. That is cool. Yeah. I don't I, know many, uh, places would rent that stuff i always had the sh- the the shareware version so you'd go to like the county fair and they would have the three by the 3.5 like the demo disc essentially and they called it yeah. shareware and you'd have like the first nine levels or something yeah and that was great because they gave I you a had. taste so many tastes <laughs> of games i never played the full version of any of these things yeah right well i mean i didn't have a lot of money to be throwing around we were renting stuff still i barely had enough money to buy anything yeah, yeah. but i mean it, it the looking at the animations now, like playing quarantine online, and you see just how crappy the the graphics were. But at that time, like these games were like just some of the most beautiful things. This is Jimmy Eat Pod. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, and they were. Yes. Mm. Yeah, that's right. I do love a good PC game. Me too, man. 
Um, I, I, uh, what did I, oh, the most recent PC games I got, I got Microsoft Flight Simulator so I could play the Top Gun skin. And I got the latest Tony Hawk remaster. Yeah. That looked fun too. Yeah. I was, you know, I, I guess you just don't expect other people to, like, we don't talk about games all the time at much at all. So mm-hmm. hearing you with like, oh, I got this and I got this. Um, it's just reminds me that you're in. <laughs> <laughs> well, finally, after 90, 90 hours, I looked, um, finally beat Breath of the Wild this weekend. 90 <gasps> hours of playing on and off nice. for the last like six I years. I think I'm stuck. I'm stuck somewhere. There's a big tower. I'm at the top of it and I've forgotten how to like look in my inventory or something. <laughs> I've forgotten how to like, <laughs> well, I was like, what do I need to do now? There's something I, there, there was a way I could do something and I've forgotten. And so I, I swear don't. it's like 20 minutes every time where I'd relearn. How do yeah. I open up that menu? And oh, this is yeah. how you block and this is how you parry and things that I was like, <laughs> I give up after a while. I just start swinging and hacking after so long. Exactly. Yeah. Just go find <laughs> some trolls and like get some berries. Or exactly. Something. <laughs> yeah, dude. You know what? I'll, Sometimes I'll just walk around and cook stuff, and I'll even listen to the whole like boop, 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 bump. Just try and make new stuff, man. Oh, the yeah, meat, meat skewer. I love it. Give yeah. me 12 hearts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, all right. I have a little bit of housekeeping. Okay. Uh, me snarking people in the comments. What did I do? So we had posted the softer episode, and you had put Bleed American Deluxe, which is not untrue. I suppose more true is it's from the 1998 self-titled EP. And so somebody decided to say, like, actually us in the comments. And uh, let, let's uh, let's read their comment and read what my response was here. Yeah. Uh, if well, you recall. Yeah. While you're looking for that, the reason why I do it that way is when I'm going to put the post up, I'll look mm-hmm. at my notes, which I believe still said Bleed American. Um, but then I also went to Spotify and it showed up as the Deluxe. And I was like, I'll just put it on Bleed American Deluxe. But you're yeah. absolutely right. We listened to it with the... The EP. Um, yeah, I did yeah. go in. The only th- reason I went in and adjusted the metadata on the post was so it showed up in the discography page on the 1998 EP uh, section of our discography page. So, yeah. Um, uh, so uh, N83F2GC. So obviously very much not a bot account. OK, uh, Christopher Michael is the uh, name of the person here. Uh, this isn't a Bleed American B-side. It was Son of the Fueled by Ramen self-titled EP that was released as a clarity teaser. One of my favorites, though. And uh, I went in and said, yeah, we definitely don't cover this on the episode. Thanks. <laughs> Jeez, man. You're still, I think you're, are you still jaded from all the, the commentary on your... Absolutely. <laughs> your 405 my, uh, video? video. <laughs> Jeez. Um, <laughs> next is, uh, we are... Yes, I, I I can't imagine that the first episode of our fall album series hasn't come out uh, by the time that people hear this. Probably the second and or third episodes have been out. But anyway, over on Patreon.com slash Pod, we are talking about our favorite fall albums uh, and uh, how they make us feel and all those things. Oh, yeah. This is reminiscent of when we did the uh, how, how the best fall Jimmy Eat World album or Cold Weather, I think we did. Uh, yeah. Jimmy Eat World album. Um, and, uh, and so it's, it's more of that if, uh, if you're into that sort of thing, the previews are going up in the main feed. So, uh, there that is. Um, and then lastly is, um, Paul, let me, uh, go over to this, uh, scrolling, 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 uh, Paul Drake commented on the post for softer and says that this photo of Tom from the 1998 self-titled 
uh, EP. That's silhouette looking one. Superimpose the 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 softer lyrics on top of it. Uh, is a photo from when they did a session at KXLU here in uh, LA, uh, the NPR station here. Oh wow! KXLU, and they did a uh, session there, and sprinkled throughout their early catalog are these photos that Paul took at the KXLU session. So he just oh, commented, wow. KXLU pick. And I was like, oh, that's great trivia. So yeah. Hey, More little known fact, trivia. guys. Yeah, for him to, to comment on our stuff. Love it. Yep. <clears throat> and that is all I have for housekeeping, unless you have anything. Nope. Not enough. Sweet. Um, well, the song is The Most Beautiful Things. Uh, originally showed up on the Jimmy World Jebediah split, um, according to Jimmy Wiki, but also Truth. Um, and the split had... A bunch of releases. It was a CD version, a white vinyl edition, a red translucent one, a clear one, um, and we do have a Stitches and Grooves post that we can talk about um, more about that split. Um, but that was originally where it was. It also ended up on the Good to Go EP, The Most Beautiful Things, um, Bleed American Deluxe, um, which really was just Bleed American Deluxe featuring the Jebediah split. Uh, the singles album that was in Ireland in the UK included the most beautiful things. And then there was the re-release in 2004 of the singles where it included the Jebediah split. So, uh, all of that, uh, and that came out in October 20, October 26th, 2004. Um, it is tracks, uh, well, what is this? One of six uh, on, on the, split, the yeah. Jebediah split. It just uh, Google Docs tried to help and made it one sixth. Oh, and I, <laughs> it's really hard to read that way. Um, uh, three of seven on the Good to Go EP, 12 of 13 um, on the singles that includes um, the most beautiful things. Um, so, yeah, like I said, uh, Jebediah split came out in 2000. In 2001 was the singles album, and then March 12th. 2002 was the Good to Go EP. This song was recorded by and mixed by Mr. Jim Adkins, recorded at the Kenneth Room. Um, according to the Good to Go liner notes, the Bleed American Deluxe liner notes uh, added that uh, the Kenneth Room is in Tempe, Arizona. And lastly, one Discogs listing had um, that this track was recorded in July of 2000 at the Kenneth Room and mastered at Nine West mastering um so lots of uh information on this track when i thought i wasn't gonna find any just as i kept digging and yeah, doing my episode yeah right? research i kept coming up with cool stuff so uh added it all here into stats written by jimmy world singer is jim featuring no one of note um okay <laughs> this was interesting uh on discogs i saw uh uh p2000 c2001 jimmy eat world licensed from big wheel recreation so it was a big wheel recreation uh release the jebediah split and uh then i guess subsequent releases after that since big wheel recreation didn't really exist anymore uh it was uh jimmy world was the copyright holder uh publishing uh currently on ascap it's a do i get a pickle with that but originally it was an industry for outer space track um no demo never played that we could find that i could find anyway um this is among the highest notes that Jim sings in the catalog. Um, he sings this one in falsetto, and it is a little buried in the mix. It is a C-sharp 5. And then there's also an A4 on this track. Notable low notes of E3 and D3. 
28,000 listeners have scrabbled this 112.2 thousand times, 19 of which are for me. Justin, how many scrabbles have you? I swear I was going to have more for this track, but I only have two. Hmm. Yeah, I was surprised. And is this song on Spotify? Yes, it is. So this one's also listed under the Bleed American Deluxe. Okay. Uh, Let me go to the album. And this is track, like you said this, this is track 12. 12 of 14 on disc one. Yes. So it shows up right after my sundown. Got it. Yeah. And um, what does it look like numbers-wise, streaming-wise? Oh, well, let's see. Uh, Again, the middle with 614 million. (laughs) This thing sits with, uh, let's say of the three extra tracks, uh, The Most Beautiful Things, No Sensitivity, and Splash Turn Twist, this one's right in the middle with 753,000 listens. So it's got a decent amount of listenership. pretty good. Over half a million. Yeah. Three quarters of a million, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, Did you see it was Jed or somebody who was like, oh, when you guys get to the middle, play this cover. And I'm like, I don't even know how we're going to (laughs) begin tackling Jeez, That's probably going to be a (laughs) two-parter. Yeah, I think so. I think think that's a good call. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. so, yeah, there it is. Uh, structure-wise, this is a three-quarter time song. Yes, it um, is. It is a D major key, 10B Camelot, 112 BPM, and a 352 duration. But three-quarter time uh, is a, something to note because none of my rave DJs sound great. Yeah. <laughs> I got to listen to one. It was terrible. And then I made another one right as we were signing on. <laughs> and I didn't get a chance. We're going to listen to that one on the fly. Sweet. Yeah. So um, I do have both the Jebediah split and the Bleed American Deluxe include lyrics for this. So Thank I'm going to refer to the liner notes. I have Bleed American Deluxe liner notes, more way cl- more clear scan of that than the Jebediah split liner notes. All right. Um, and hopefully they are transposed exactly the same. And then you can go through what I assume you pulled from. Uh, genius. Genius. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And check me if I missed any one of these. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. So I just blocked it off to where the verse, I put it in its entirety, all four lines here. Now, all right, this is the most beautiful things. Mr. Jim Adkins putting this together here. Ah, Verse one, you say the most beautiful things, an endless list of treasures of trimmings. It takes all my faith just to start. I don't care now how much I'm wrong. The only thing here is an endless list of treasures and trimmings. That makes way more sense. There's no comma here, so I thought of treasures and trimmings makes a lot more sense than of treasures of trimmings. But not out of character for Jim to do that. No, absolutely. I was like, oh, that's kind of a cool way to put it. (laughs) Yeah. Of treasures. It sounds very uh, Christmassy. Of treasures of trimmings. So it sounds like this guy is infatuated with this girl. Uh, and there are so many things about her that he's just over the moon about. An endless list of treasures and trimmings. Uh, I think the faith part that he's talking about, faith just to start, uh, is in regards to maybe conversation. Like he, maybe he's just so taken aback that he's nervous about simply talking to her. And then it comes so easy that he's happy to be wrong about this being the big thing. I don't care how much I'm wrong. I was wrong all along. This was easier than I thought. Interesting, yeah. He uses the word faith and later he uses the word grace. Um, yeah and i could be imagery here those two those last two lines of that first verse uh were pretty i'm reaching as far as like what it means faith just to start and i don't care how much i'm wrong it could be it could be other things now all right now we're into the chorus and what i i think i'm going to read here is what you're going to say is correct but i still don't hear it so it says we'll run we'll run is that what you have 
There is nothing listed n- here nor in the Jebediah. All right. So no, There's no parenthetical. I always thought he was saying, hey, man. <laughs> Me too. And I thought he says, way man. Way, oh, way man. man. Way man. Uh, and then I listened no to it again. Yeah, way man. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to it again tonight. And I thought he said, maybe he's saying, we ran. We ran. But it oh, doesn't yeah. sound like we'll no, run. That, that uh, exclamation is not on either printed version of the liner notes. Yeah, I mean, and you can, we'll listen, we can listen to it and see what that sounds like. Uh, in fact, would you like me to play a little bit of that? Sure, yeah. Uh, here we go, I'll play, I'll jump up to that spot. Yeah, I'll play a little bit of it. Ugh, those guitars. Yeah. What a good sound. Yeah. So I will say the last line of the liner note says, we'll run away from everything. Maybe that's where people got it, but I still hear we ran, we ran. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm thinking. So let's just say like we ran, we ran. Because then the response, we'll run away from everything, makes sense. If you say we ran, we ran. Yes. Um, So the other part that we can make out is show us all what grace can mean, all of what I might be. Close your eyes, call it escape. We'll run away from everything. And in this chorus, with those those little preceding, uh, we ran or we'll run. It sounds like he's just daydreaming about them together here. Like what could be between them? And I do that. Close your eyes, call it escape. I definitely thought of close your eyes. I close my eyes and believe. Kiss your hand. Uh, from for me, this is heaven. Yeah, and. Uh, we'll run away from everything. I think they just want to run away together. They just want to be together, you know, forget about everything else. Let's just do this. That's And that's the most dreamy part of this. Even though he's he's talking, I think, in his head in verse one, in the chorus, he's definitely dreaming, laying back with his hands behind his head, maybe looking up at the clouds saying these things. We'll run away from everything. Life moves pretty fast. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> ah, okay, and then verse two, this is a little bit bigger. Uh, and also makes it harder for me to figure <laughs> out what the hell Jim is saying here. My song, it shames your ears. Every uh-huh. sentence a failure. Slant rhyme is all I can give. Half truth is all I'll get. Now, I think what he's saying here is whatever he says to her, it's not what he wants to say. Or she doesn't take it as he intends. And he can't reach her and will never live up to her expectations. And this could all be in his head, right? He never gets a straight answer or decision, uh, but she also may be leading him on. Half truth is all I get. Slant rhyme is also referred to as half rhyme. And this was, I had to look this up. This whole this whole song is actually a slant rhyme. Things, trimmings, trimmings. is the most rhyme you get. Then mean you get and start and wrong. Well, yeah. And then you got mean and B. Yeah. And then escape and everything, which doesn't rhyme. But yeah. Uh, Ears, failure. Failure. Yeah, and then no give, give and get is opposites. 
Yeah, and we're talking like a perfect rhyme would be B and D, G. or dead and head is another good one. Yeah. Dead and head, but what we're seeing is uh, the slant rhyme or half rhymes. Where it, yeah. And you see that a lot in, in music because it, if things line up Especially too perfectly. Especially Jimmy Eat World. <laughs> yeah, if things line up too perfectly, it doesn't sound... It, it, I think that's it sounds more like a nursery noticeable. rhyme, like Blink One Eighty Two. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and I think there's a time and a place for stuff like that when you're trying to make it sound juvenile. Or I feel you, like every time Jim has ever done a straight rhyme, it's somebody like Jake T. O'Donnell or yeah, I can't believe he did it. Calls out Jim's lazy <laughs> lyric writing. <laughs> yeah, right, and it's and maybe that's what he's talking about uh, poetry here, and in relationship in relation to a relationship. When you're trying to woo that other person and write write yeah. them a poem, like you know, like you're a kid and you learn about poetry and how much you think girls are gonna like it, so you you put something together that you know it sounds like a five year old wrote it because that's <laughs> what your mind is. So I think that's what his d- intention is with saying things to her, giving things to her, presenting things. But what ends up happening is it like the song is it, it ends up in this slant rhyme. That's all I end. Up, that's the yeah. best I can do. I'm not gonna be yeah. this perfect person for you. But and then the half truth is all I get. It's it's kind of cool. So slant rhyme or half rhyme and then half truth back. Kind of a cool little uh, yeah. couple of lines there that talk about what he's giving and what he feels like he's receiving. Yeah. Yes. Now the chorus runs again, but okay, the chorus comes twice. But in between, there's this beautiful little bridge with two lines on it. Oh, lie to me. Oh, love me. Now, I think as he's saying, he doesn't care what she thinks about him. He's willing to be lied to just to be with her, just to love her and be loved back. Like, lie to me. Tell me what I, would, I need to hear. Please, love. Just say you're going to love me. I need to hear these words. That's what's going to keep me going on is knowing that you're out there and you're accepting all of these advances that I'm giving you. If it's lyrically or if it's just if it's thoughts or if it's actions, tell me what give me the words that I need to hear. So a lovely short tiny little bridge in there, and that's that's it for lyrics. So I think did it's you just watch about, Grey's Anatomy at all? Ah, uh, yes, uh, bits and so pieces of. I every came season. across something that I thought was so cringy and and funny, and I guess it was a Grey's Anatomy reference, and it reminds me of this line and just today: uh, "Pick me, choose me, love me." Does that mean anything to you? Uh, no. Okay, I guess. Uh, uh, Ellen Pompeo has come out and said she was horrified over Meredith's pick me scene. I know nothing about this show. Um, I scrubbed through it all, choosing a bunch of scenes for Disney Plus, but that was about it. Um, I'm gonna click on this. This is it, it says pick me, choose me, love me. It's a minute 18 seconds, but it reminds me of that last lyric right there. Let's see how much this lines up with the song. Uh, I know Watch Together was giving me guff earlier, and what it turned out to be was an issue with um, uh, Chrome. Chrome had an update. Yeah, Classic I had so Chrome. many problems with Chrome and, and Watch Together. Okay. I think it's such it's such an advanced f- piece it's of software. Advanced. They said it couldn't <laughs> it's be done. Too advanced. Yeah, and, uh, they're doing it, and it's not it's not going well for everybody. Um, yeah. All right, here we go. Grey's Anatomy. All right. Pick me, choose me, love me. I lied. I'm not out of this relationship. I'm in. I'm so in, it's humiliating because here I am begging. Meredith, just shut just... up. You say Meredith and I yell, remember? Yeah. Okay. 
Here it is. Your choice, it's simple. Her or me. And I'm sure she's really great. But Derek, I love you. In a really, really big, pretend to like your taste in music. Let you eat the last piece of cheesecake. Hold a radio over my head outside your window. Unfortunate way that makes me hate you. Love you. So pick me. Choose me. Love me. I'll be at Joe's tonight. So if you do decide to sign the papers, meet me there. What did you say? I said, I feel like I'm missing a lot of context here. Uh, that, uh, I what think you and I, is he to sign? Yeah, you know, that's uh, this is such an old episode. I, I'm more caught up on the recent ones. Oh, okay. Is she like, uh, uh, is she, well, I guess there's, like, like, she's the main character. She's more JD. And is he like. Right. Uh, so he's he's in like a surgeon that I, I think he This is like if up, JD and Turk were in love. Yeah, he ended up, I think, leaving the show and going on to, I want to say it was private, I want to say it was private practice, which is the same city, a smaller group of people that were on this show, that kind of, it's mm-hmm. like one of those things where the show spins off. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't I don't think he's still on, or he died. Like, there's a few guys that have died. There was a plane crash. It was a very uh, emotional episode. And, oh, but this, I think what they're doing, there's so many different storylines. They might be like buying a bar or some something, <laughs> kind of like sign paper. You know, like, it's like oh. that. How, this is, how many seasons do they have of this? There's, there's like only so many. seasons. There's so, the there's only so many stories you can tell. Yeah. And, you know, in each season. So like, they'll have these little things. Like, it could be, I don't know, maybe they could be adopting a kid. I don't yeah. know. If it's, I respect <laughs> the hell out of her for staying on the show because she, like. That show does not exist without her, and she's probably making like forty million dollars. Oh man, or something ridiculous. yeah. <laughs> I want to see. I want to see how many seasons of Grey's Anatomy that you think there's. Uh, I'm gonna I, guess I, I, nineteen seasons. All right, let's see. I guess nineteen of Grey's Anatomy. Let's see. There are nineteen. Nineteen. Ooh, we were job. very close. You know, you know what? Will there be a nineteenth season? Uh, that was October 2022. So you're technically right. They have eighteen seasons. I don't know if nineteen has nice. been. Uh, created yet. only because I'm pretty sure we <laughs> when we did the the Disney Plus like MOS loop, uh, we were given 17 seasons of the show to go through because they were Goodness. currently in the 18th season at that time. Yeah, and how many seasons of Suits? Because we are, I you know I didn't think we would nine seasons of Suits, and we are halfway through that one, suits. and it's keeping our. I mean, it's entertaining us. There's like what 13 <laughs> um, episodes. That in reminds each- me of. Uh, it's one of my favorite SNL sketches, and it you can't find it because it just is so off of anybody's radar. <laughs> but it's called "What Is Burn Notice," and it's like it's a, <laughs> the whole uh, the whole pr- it's it's the standard SNL game show trope where like we ask, "What's Burn Notice?" <laughs> and Still no people. answer. <laughs> no one knows. Oh yeah, so we had this is the one Bruce the Campbell burn notice category for me where I was just like this isn't a show that <laughs> Bruce Campbell he's the one he wears the the Hawaiian outfits all the time. Don't talk to me like that. Pretty sure. Come on, it's Bruce Campbell. Nah. B-movie king. Don't and look at his character's name, Sam Axe. That is perfect <laughs> for Bruce Campbell. 
That's funny. What this is, is my boomstick. Uh, that's a that's a terrific SNL sketch. <laughs> um, okay, so those are the all lyrics. Right. Yes, we yes. got through them all. Um, and I think not too many uh, lyrics were dissimilar no. from what was listed here on the liner notes, except we just don't know exactly what they're saying there. Will yeah. Uh, when the... When the... <laughs> I think it's Hey Man. Hey, hey Man. Man. <laughs> man. <laughs> oh. Yeah, definitely does the Davy Havoc uh, yeah. inflection here. Um, all right. So I wrote down here, this band loves the word beautiful. Um, yeah, Just they do. because uh, they've got uh, beautiful is. Um, uh, what do I have? I, I'm looking at my rave DJ names, which are all made from the other beautiful songs. Beautiful day. The end is beautiful in the most beautiful things. This band loves the word beautiful. That's all I beautiful have to say about day <laughs> with my yeah. best friend. Yeah, Even that beautiful day. All right, and then uh, I've got a stitches and grooves article I can read here. All right, go uh, ahead. It's I'll not long. It doesn't even mention this song. Uh, February fifth, <laughs> two thousand eleven. This is another record I've been meaning to make an entry for. It's just that I never got around to taking photos of it till today. The Split is an early release from Jimmy Eat World that came out of the late 90s. I'm not sure how many copies were pressed, but I know there are at least a few color variants for it, including Clear and Red. I believe Clear was limited to 1,000 copies. Since this split is a 3x7 inch, it comes housed in a gatefold jacket, although a flimsy one. You might be saying to yourself, a gatefold jacket only has an opening for two records. How does a gatefold jacket work for the split? <laughs> the problem is solved pretty easy at the first, as the first record gets housed in the first opening on the left side of the jacket. The third record gets housed in a second opening on the right side of the jacket. And the second record, which is the one without a home, gets stored sandwiching it in between the two openings and is kept in place by placing the gatefold jacket by... Uh, uh, is kept in place by keeping the gatefold jacket closed. So that is how the three by three times seven inch <laughs> how that works works. Um, and that is Stitches and Grooves article about this. What kind of track notes have you? On so this <clears throat> more, but uh, let's see. I got a, a, some articles from Phoenix New Times. Sweet. <laughs> Speaking of songs that don't show up in articles, you had one listed in our track note or in our the the <laughs> I was order. Like, yeah, I'm gonna get this. This has to get. I'm gonna open up this. Just I, in I, case. Yeah, you, so I it, looked. Huh? I, nothing, not a damn thing. So this article that was that was linked for this track is called uh, "Brave New World." Uh, Bob Mayer, September twenty seventh, two thousand one, Phoenix New Times, uh, and it starts off with Los Angeles says El Rey Theater is nearly empty. Uh, finding a welcome patch of skin, he winces as a thick hypodermic needle plunges into his waiting arm. With blood and liquid swirling in his system, Atkins' lids oh grow heavy, and he slumps back, letting out a long, deep sigh. We read this one because this is where he has the uh, the flu. Heroin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he's got the flu or something, and he's trying to get some B12 vitamin E. Oh man! Uh, but and I clicked to load the entire article, which, I, like I said, had nine pages in it. Um, and I search for beautiful. Not a damn thing comes up. Yeah, so I'm not that's sure. exactly what I searched for. I All right, well, <laughs> I'm not sure what you had for that. But it's a wonderful and a long uh, article here if you, if anyone wants to go back and read it. <laughs> Let's just say uh, it stops with the, the bolded text at the end. Is Jimmy World is scheduled to perform at 
part of that damn show on September 30th at Peoria Sports Complex in Peoria. Nice. <laughs> Showtime is noon. <laughs> Neat. Uh, so then I've got a couple other ones from Phoenix New Times that I grabbed when I was doing my research. One from Brendan Joel Kelly. The article title is just titled Jimmy Eat World, October 26th, 2000. And it starts off like this. Long dysfunctional relationships can be trying for anyone. Therefore, in the spirit of purging, it's best to celebrate the conclusions when they finally arrive. Local indie rock god, demigods, uh, Jimmy at World, have celebrated the end of their torturous relationship with Capitol Records by releasing two records that bookend the band's current aural incarnation singles, a collection of early seven-inchers and compilation tracks spanning the last half decade, and a split EP with Australia's Jebediah featuring three new songs, this double dose Ought to uh, sate fans eager for new material until the full length the band is currently working on with longtime producer Mark Trombino is complete. And a little bit further down in this article, they say this rich production aesthetic can be attributed to Adkins recording of the songs. Hey, if you're going to split with a major label, you might as well go completely DIY. Uh, The trio of cuts, The Most Beautiful Things, No Sensitivity, and Cautioners exhibits a sonic sophistication that hints at Siamese Dream era Smashing Pumpkins. The explosions of no sensitivity with its I'm taking my kisses back. Whoa. I want my kiss. There it is. <laughs> that, that noise. <laughs> uh, I want my kisses back from you. Chorus validates Jews status in the pantheon of addictive pop acts while Cautioners picks up where Clarity left off with looping drums and somber new wave-ish delivery echoing beautifully. Now I'm listening to... Um, I am listening to Dave Grohl's book, The Storyteller. Oh, great right? book. Yes. And I'm a, I'm about a third of the way through. So he's talking right now that's about being latest in, one, right? Yeah, Nirvana. Okay, good. Yeah, that's and, a good listen. Yeah, and he was t- talking about Butch Vig from Minnesota, yep. you know, Midwest guy, uh, and worked with, I guess, where before Nevermind, he was working with Smashing Pumpkins. So I don't know if he did Siamese Dream. Uh, but just talk, all this stuff is kind of like coming together. To, I, I, I've never heard Smashing Pumpkins mention more <laughs> between this article, the book that I'm listening to, uh, ever. Because I don't ever go searching out for Smashing Pumpkins. Maybe it's on like my, my 90s mixes or something. But uh, there's, a, there's a lot of that cross-mogenation here of, of uh, sounds. So that's, all, that's what they're saying there is just talking about that, the singles, and then the Jebediah split that was released. At that time. Yep. Uh, the other Phoenix New Times article that I have is from Nikki DeAndrea, May 6, 2008. And this one's titled Jimmy World Deluxe. And they're just talking about the deluxe release of <clears throat> Bleed American here. And down at the bottom, they say it's well worth revisiting. Now with its original title back, Bleed American has been re-released in a deluxe package with three bonus tracks, including the most beautiful things from the Good to Go EP and a second disc crammed with 18 tracks of B-sides and rarities. But unlike many B-sides and rarities collections, this one is palatable. Included are two versions of the middle, uh, live in the German issue single, a live version of Bleed American, and the band's recording of If You Don't Don't from an XFM session and previously unreleased live version of Sweetness. The limited edition Last Christmas slash Firestarter single made the compilation too, along with two tracks from Believe in What You Want DVD, My Sundown, and Hear You Me. I imagine if you're in, if you're before streaming services and you're searching for stuff like jam packed deluxe editions. What a, yeah. what a deluxe edition. Oh yeah. It's <laughs> spanning so many different albums. 48 and- discs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Spare yeah. no expense. Def- 
<laughs> Spare no expense intensifies. <laughs> yeah. <this> I can see the gif. Oh, man. So those are my uh, my PNT, my Phoenix New Times articles. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Let's see. I had a couple other things. Oh, a Jimmy Eat World online blurb. Okay. This was September 22nd, 2000. So remember that in oh we don't know exactly when the Jebediah split came out however this provides some insight this is september 22nd 2000 jimmy eat world online.org or whatever the fuck it was um the jimmy eat world Jebediah split is out but not so easy to get the songs are very nice looking forward to the new album that's all i have to say the track listing and lyrics are posted here jimmy eat world Jebediah split ep out september 5th there we go big wheel recreation will be releasing a split ep with by jimmy eat world and Jebediah from australia uh on the 5th of september 2000 there will be a tour with both bands in the states starting in mid-october they are releasing problems with this split, it appears that it won't be out until the 19th of September. Back in the studio, Jimmy World is happy to report they will be locking themselves into the studio in mid-September to work on our fourth full-length album. Mark Trombino will be turning the knobs once again. Sweetness will be included on this new record. So that is a tease to Bleed American. Uh, and late recently, I just saw Jebediah is on split with Pearl Jam currently mm. throughout the States. So that's kind of neat. Um, I would never listen to Pearl Jam on purpose. Um, they fall into the uh, uh, yeah, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Red Hot Chili Peppers, yeah, very much uh, in that same cut, cut of the same cloth. But uh, good for Jebediah, and um, right, and they're still out there doing the damn thing. And uh, also from the archives, our boy Billy Eat World has uh, tab tabulated the uh, tracks here. I'm going to go ahead and send this to you so you can peruse this uh-huh and uh, all right you can see it is in drop d tuning uh-huh uh, jimmy world the most beautiful things billy eat world at altavista.com and uh yeah there it is awesome yeah <laughs> i can read it yeah right and let's see what this says uh in terms of chorus yeah it doesn't have it, it probably has the lyrics transposed from the old jebediah split so it doesn't have the exclamation in there. Uh, I have an article from LiveNationTVGlobal.com. Oh man, I, I, I that's that's where I get my hard hitting. Uh, <laughs> well, check this out, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna copy and paste this. Look at what uh, the title of the uh, article is listed at, as here. The nine saddest songs Jimmy World ever released October to change this. <laughs> it was never changed. That's like when you get a when you call them to decorate your cake. And yeah. You say, just say happy birthday. And it says just say happy birthday. <laughs> well, they're not wrong. Yeah. So there's no one ever. Apparently. But yeah, let's let's hear yours. The LN TV staff never revisited this article. <laughs> they clicked on post and then left it as is. Uh, so the nine saddest songs, we went into the vault that is Jimmy Eat World's discography and found their saddest songs to celebrate their newest album, Integrity Blues. While this album is sure to have some tearjerkers like its predecessors, we decided to take you on a cry-worthy journey that began in the 90s. The Most Beautiful Things, Bleed American 2001, My Song It Shames Your Ears, Every Sentence of Failure. When you think sad songs, this one doesn't automatically come to mind. But there's something about the way the lyrics fall onto the over the 
onto the overabundance of drums that's sob-worthy, which I did remark, at two minutes, Zach's drums kick ass. Uh, Also, lyrically, it just screams depressing. Lie to me, we'll run away from everything is probably not the best start to a a relationship, but we feel you, Jimmy Eat World. We feel you. (laughs) Here is my less uh, sad um, article title for this is Alternative (laughs) Press's website, The 15 Best Jimmy Eat World Songs. They put this near the bottom of the list, and this is... Uh, this is how old I was, I think, when Blade came out, I want to say. So we're talking where bottom of the list is going to be closer to 15, right? Yes. All right. I'm going to guess. What was it? You when you saw Blade? <laughs> I think I think so. Oh, boy. Um, There's more context here that's more fit for oh, JP. But. Like I want like I <laughs> like I want to say 13, but my my I want to say 14 now. 14? 12. Duh. Uh, wrong way. All now right. I want to find out how old was I when Blade came out. I'm pretty sure. Um, okay, that's is that Chris Christopherson in there with uh, Wesley Snipes? I don't know. It's is that who I'm thinking Snipes. of? <laughs> as far as I know, let's see. Blade <laughs> came out in '98. I was. Oh, that's odd. Yeah. Why would I think I was 12? Huh. Oh yeah, it is Abraham Whistler. Huh. Chris Christopherson. Right. Oh, that puts a that puts some stuff into perspective for me. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah, 12 uh, is the number, not 14. Um, One of three Jimmy Eat World tracks included on their split with Australia's Jebediah, The Most Beautiful Things, catches the band in a reflective mood, shifting from the glistening arpeggios of the verse to the roaring guitars of the chorus. It both elicits a fresh-in-the-air, fist-in-the-air response and the gentle breaking of hearts. Um, What else am I going to say? Reflective mood is like the soft version of angular guitars. <laughs> <laughs> like nobody knows what angular guitars means, but they know exactly what they mean. Um, this is written by Dan Sysor, and this was published May 22nd, 2015, this article. Okay, I've got one uh, from turnofftheradio.de, so I believe that's Denmark, right? Turn off the radio. <laughs> Top 25 Jimmy World songs, June 28th, 2021. So just a day after my birthday last year. Nice. While I haven't written any top 25 lists in quite some time, I've had them on the brain. It is more of just the reality that I'm not blogging much at all. I've brainstormed lists for Stave Saker, Manchester Orchestra, Patty Griffin, and Middle Kids in recent years. But it was a Twitter discussion that prompted me to finally put my top 25 Jimmy World songs down on paper I often post top 25 lists to refute other lists I read online. I narrowed it down to 25 songs and created a YouTube playlist months ago, but didn't get around to actually sorting the 25 songs in order until today. (laughs) David, you were this many years old when you saw Blade. 14. (laughs) (laughs) What was was it? How how old were you when you saw it? I must have been 14. You had to. So I was right in the last one? Uh, no, no, no! You were right. I was wrong. I went off Got my it. memory okay. where I thought Perfect. I was twelve. Great, when I saw Blade. Great. So I was right. Um, yeah. If you were going off of your memory when you saw Blade, held. Let's see. One. Yeah, yeah. Okay, twelve. <laughs> so actually, Blade That's came a... out. I was thirteen. Okay, right in the middle. It was the uh, summer of ninety-eight. The end of the uh, summer of. What a cool summer. Uh, yes, a cool, cool summer. Great. <laughs> so yes, he puts this one. Uh, 
just to give you some context here, at number 25 in his top 25 Jimmy World songs, episode four, and then <laughs> movie like Anderson Mesa, Delivery, World nice, of Static, yeah. 555. So if you got, he's Speaking got some. Speaking of Anderson Mesa, I did, I did, I was like, I'll save it for, um, for housekeeping. Uh-huh. But, um, we finished Static Prevails. Have we? We finished oh it. Oh my goodness, man. Look at I'm that. I'm over here like looking at the last and I was like, yeah, okay, we split it. We, oh, it's so... we spread it out. We've got like uh we've got one from everything left, basically. Nah, we're done with static. Oh, this is so bittersweet looking at these last few colors here. Oh I know. my goodness, man. It's crazy. Oh. <laughs> it's crazy. Wow. I did is. just add place your debts in there though. So <sighs> yeah, it you does did. extend it. The final episode will currently air March 17th. Yeah. Oh man. If the middle doesn't take two episodes, <laughs> or <laughs> oh, correct. if we spread that, yeah. But still, it's March, man. Oh my gosh, five months. Anyway, we don't have to talk about it. Yeah. So, uh, song eighteen, end is beautiful, and then at twelve, the most beautiful things. Uh, would you want to guess what this individual? Uh, let's see, who was it? Photo by me. Did I say who this was from? Maybe they didn't have their name in here. By turn off the radio. Yeah, there's no name. Do you want to guess what their number one track is? With those static songs near the bottom, their number one track. I'll start with the. I'll start with guessing the album, and we'll go backwards from there. All right, futures. It is not futures. There is a Damn. top track from futures, but it is not in the first spot. All right, uh, then let's do the reverse of that. What album is it on? And I'll see. Clarity. Clarity, their number one Jimmy Eat World song is for me. This is heaven. That is it. And you hit it. Hell Nailed yeah. it, man. That is uh Turn Off the Radio's number one Jimmy Eat World track on his top nice. 25 from last year. For me, this is heaven. And nice. the most beautiful things at 12. <laughs> <laughs> from the 2000 right. Jebediah split. Let's hear. Did, did we read the blurb for the most beautiful things already? Mm-hmm. The blurb, or did they not write a blurb? Did they just? They didn't write a blurb. They just listened. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, yeah, talking, I thought well, they did. around it a lot. I know, right? <laughs> I want to know what they said about it. <laughs> well, I can't. Well, here's what I can do: is oh man, there's an Angel Fire page. Did you come across this AngelFire.com? No, page? Billy Eat World was the closest with yeah. this Alta Vista I, tab site. <laughs> I mean, you can check this out. I just love, I love the appearance, the aesthetic of these these sites. Oh my this God. wallpapered. Uh, space background with the sparkles and it's from yes. amanda fazone yes. jebediah and jimmy world go halvesies and let's see uh, jimmy world has cornered the market on soundtrack ready indie rock their tunes are emotive catchy complex and they stay in your head just long enough to be an effective marketing tool the former Capitol records band nabbed spots on soundtracks of coveted tween market hotspots the time of your life Fox, Fox's now defunct Jennifer Love Hewitt vehicle and the Drew Barrymore oh, flick Never Been Kissed. <laughs> so if you haven't heard of Arizona Quartet, Jimmy World, or Australian double platinum selling tour mates, Jebediah, stop kvetching to your friends about the reproachable lack of innovation in a boy band pop princess hip huckster corporate radio. It's time to buy some good old-fashioned independent rock. Track one, Jimmy World's The Most Beautiful Things, is a luscious slow ballad evoking the kind of emotions that you come to expect in a romantic comedy when the lovers have found themselves separated by fate or injustice. That is, until lead singer Jim Atkins' mournful pleas are echoed by insistent electric guitars and undecipherable high-pitched pleas. <laughs> and just when you think you figured them out, a gorgeous soaring chorus is interrupted yet again by the repetition of the symbolic final line, run away from everything. And you know, it's another thing that talking about 
uh, like this curve of the crescendo and then coming back down. Amanda's totally right with the whole run away from everything because he goes from this run away from everything. He's basically talking it out again, yeah. kind of how he's walking into it. So just as he came in, he leaves out the door the same way. Oh, man. Nice. So this nice things it's to like say. Early blog. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I wish there was a date on this. But we, I, we have to imagine it was 2000. Yeah. Interesting. I wonder how do we uh, how do we carbon date this? I'm going to go into the source code. Here yeah, you, you and me both. Let's see. Uh, there's no date in here. It looks very, very basic. This is, uh, you know what we could do? We could probably just go back into the Wayback Machine, right? Uh, and then just see when that thing popped up. Yeah, and let's true. see if that comes up. Article 9, the Aussie Music Articles. So she has other articles, no backlinking or... Uh, doesn't look like any kind of... No, man, she's doing the first herself. Back to Maine, let's see. 2015 is the latest uh, this got crawled. Yeah, oh, this is cool. If you go back to the Maine... Oh, dude, check this out. So, site created and maintained by Alex, all material copyright, Jebediah, respective authors, photographers, and contributors, in Orbit logo created by Kim Anderson, copyright Apple Girl Enterprises, 2000-2002, Apple underscore fresh, at hotmail.com. So this thing is like, this is like a set back in time. So this looks like yeah. it's it's devoted more to In Orbit. Is that the band? They're an Aussie band. They must just, that's why they must love Jebediah. Yeah. Last updated June 17th, 2002. Yeah. This is a relic, man. Wow. There's a lot more stuff here. The, yeah, angelfire.com oh, slash band slash Aussie music. Jeez. Uh, no, I'm going to allow the pop-ups here. I want to see this guest book. I want to see who signed their guest book. Ly- oh, <laughs> it goes back to Lycos.com. Oh, <laughs> M goodness. Lycos. Jeez, Lycos. Lycos search, man. I can email them. Apple Girl? Yeah. Apple Fresh? See. Apple Fresh at Hotmail.com. Apple Fresh, yeah. This is neat, man. This is very This is very Justin Miller website. That he would design in web class. <laughs> My first <laughs> web class. How cool. Oh, and isn't this so isn't this so representative of the time here? A multimedia page, which is titled multimedia or it's uh, multimedia.html. Uh, this section will soon hopefully contain things like computer wallpapers, ringtones for mobile phones, and Winamp skins and all that pointless crap that none of us need but love anyway. So far, I've put together a couple of computer wallpapers, uh, and there will be more to come. But if you've made some and would like to continue, please do so here. And that's back to the Hotmail. Oh, my gosh. The following wallpapers are to be downloaded for screen resolutions of 800 by 600. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Wow. I mean, who would need anything bigger than that? I know, right? You know what? This is it. We've hit it. We've we've hit the the peak of peak internet. (laughs) 2002. At resolutions that small, I could play it at like 9,000 frames per second. (laughs) Oh man, address not found. That's a bummer. They oh, closed it kicked it. back already. Yeah, already. Shoot. Dang. <sighs> bummer. Well, do you think this band still exists in orbit? Oh, that's good. Yeah. Let's in see. In orbit. Orbit band. Australia. Can you go? Let's see. Artists in orbit. Orbit band. Son of the soul. Eight monthly listeners. There's no way these guys look like it's a a brand new band. Yeah, yeah. this is not. This is 2021. Love is hard. EP. There's no way it's this band. This one in Perth, Australia? Wait. Still of the night. In Orbit are a thundering two-piece prog rock hard band from Perth, Australia. 
This sounds super 90s. Their page, this says released December 11th, 2013. Sissy and Tariq are the uh, band members. Well, you look at the pictures on the Angel Fire page. Excuse me. And it looks like there's four people. Right. That's true. It seems <laughs> odd that two Australian bands would call themselves In Orbit. Yeah, right? In Orbit Aus at uh, inorbitaus.com, but their website cannot be reached. And they have a Facebook account or Facebook page that is unavailable. It was a non-amicable split. Contact In Orbit. I hit them up. Yeah. This is weird, though. I mean, check this out. So I'll give you a link to this page. So if you go to the discography page for them, there's a lot of like LPs, EPs, uh, Twitch EP. That's interesting. But if you scroll down about halfway, you'll see that it says Jimmy World and Jebediah split USA. No sensitivity. The most beautiful things. Cautioners. And then it has three linked tracks. Animal, Less Trusted, Pain Remover, and Harpoon. I wonder if those are the Jebediah. They maybe they've transposed and lyricized the. Uh, is that what the the tracks are there? I don't even know. I should know this on that split. What were the? What Sorry, were the tracks? I'm. Uh, I was sending another message. To yeah, that's their it. Band that's camp. what it is. That's okay. That's um, what they are. So it's the three songs from Jebediah that so they've they've basically put the lyrics down for on their Angel Fire page. So they're right, just yeah, yeah, the yeah. real big Aussie music fans. Sweet. Yeah. Okay, so that's there was that little uh, departure that we did. Um, a couple more things that I have. Let's have a little fun here. This is the adkins.livejournal.com. We've been on this several times. And this oh, is, is this the fan this fiction? Is the, yeah, the this fan is the fic? fan fiction. It's so uh, funny. I think it had come up, and I, I stopped scrubbing it because it comes up with like every little word. Like if it had the word beautiful, it's going to come up, yeah. so I just skip it. In fact, I should probably find it. It's in here somewhere. So this is from Jim Adkins. Username Adkins wrote. <laughs> we found this person. We emailed them. We found them. Uh, they live not too far from my parents. Yeah. They did not. Uh, yeah. They've moved respond. on. Uh, January 6th, 2003. Uh, Mood is tired. He's listening to Veruca Salt Volcano Girls. Classic 2003. Well, I guess that would be late 90s. But still, what a, what a good song. The title of this is Spinning and Spinning. I don't know why, but I haven't been able to get to sleep tonight. I spent the entire time tossing and turning Hey, who knew drugs were bad for you? Uh, and then they go on to say, oh, and just because I was bored, I decided to answer a crazed fan's questions. Questions like, can you belly dance? No. Boxers or briefs? Usually neither. Uh, what's your IQ? Never tested for it, but I'm no idiot. Uh, and then down at the bottom, what are you saying in the background of the most beautiful things? It should be in the linear notes, not liner notes, linear, linear notes, notes, uh, <laughs> linear notes. Uh, if you know, if you want to know so bad, look it up. But you know what? It isn't <laughs> not even. Yeah. Uh, my resolution should have been to update in the afternoon instead of ungodly hours in the morning. I hate early morning television. <laughs> what a what a weird thing. Gosh. Ah, uh, yeah. Fanfic. Um, geez. Just when you think it's over. I have another one. This is from All Music. Real quick. This is the uh, review by Melissa Giannini. And what does she say here? Oop. There it is. Uh, in between getting dropped from Capital and picked up by DreamWorks, Jimmy World released a collection of early singles and this split EP with Australia's Jebediah on the independent label Big Wheel Wreck. Uh, strangely, Jimmy World's The Most Beautiful Things opens the collaboration on an alt-rock radio ballad bent. 
One might think that the band would have taken advantage of the indie breather to try out something less obviously radio-ready, but the songs here do represent a transition between Clarity's spacey rollicking and Bleed American's catchy alt-pop. I kind of see that. Sure, yeah. It's got elements of both, which is... It does, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, and... What one last thing that since we're talking about I guess more like personal reviews here, the Amazon.com split Jimmy Eat World Jebediah Jimmy Eat World uh, split CD single listed eight dollars and forty five cents four out of five eight ratings. We have where's my man? Where is he here? Scott Heisel. <laughs> oh yeah, Scott Heisel. Yeah, best juice songs ever reviewed in the United States on May twenty seventh two thousand two. Poor Jebediah. Poor, poor Jebediah. At first glance, I'm sure these Aussie boys thought it would be a good idea to do a split CD with Jimmy Eat World. I mean, is there a better way to get inside of thousands of emo kids' bedrooms than tag-teaming with the reigning kings of emo pop? <laughs> the only problem, though, I don't think Jebediah knew that Jew would be contributing their three best songs ever. To make matters worse... Jimmy apparently won the coin toss and got to go first on the CD. So who knows how many kids even got past that third track. That's true. Regardless, let's take a look at the most contained within the at the music contained within the shiny plastic disc. The most beautiful things is a love song to end all love songs with quietly plucked guitar strings matching quivering vocals. Then with a roaring crescendo, the drums and cymbals kick in, sending the song down the emo version of a power ballad. This song is one of the most beautiful things I've ever had the pleasure to hear. Jeez. Uh, and then ends, ends with, seriously, everyone should buy this simply for those three songs. Have I ever led you astray? <laughs> no, Scott Heisen. I don't know, Scott. I don't, I, I don't know you outside this context. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I got. That's all. I ran the gamut. Thanks, dude. Uh, all right. Pick me, Let's choose see. me, love I me, dude. I had a couple other things here. Um... Okay, shoutbox. Shall we move over to community? I can read you some shoutbox. Oh, I think it's shitbox. Yeah, shoutbox. Sure. Shout. <laughs> shoutbox. Yeah. I don't know why I'm saying it that way. There are not many. Uh, and uh, Red Robot says, my favorite Jimmy Eat World song, classic. Uh, Cyberlin Dreamer? Cibler? Siberian Dreamer. <laughs> An amazing song. <laughs> Um, ZK Eat World, love this. Dot dot. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Is that it? Okay, uh, I did miss this one. There was an eBay listing. Oh, uh, so this one uh, has the Jebediah and Jimmy World split twenty five forty nine free shipping from the United States. The, brand new. Now, which version of it? Uh, this is the gold one. Uh, two thousand five, April two thousand five, or is it a yes. vinyl? It's the okay. CD. CD, April two thousand five, Big Wheel Recreation. One product rating, five stars from, I'm not even going to be able to read this. Oh, it says deleted. So it looks like that's how eBay does deleted. It doesn't say deleted user. It gives it some kind of weird Mm -hmm. email address. A long overdue purchase. This individual says on August 19th, 2010, I've kept up with Jimmy World since I was in seventh grade. I've managed to collect almost every record of theirs. I always knew this split existed, but either passed it up or could never find it. I couldn't beat the price and was happy to add it to the collection. There is a demo version of Cautioners from Bleed American on here that is really cool. The Most Beautiful Things is, as far as I know, only on this release, and it's worth the price alone. 
No Sensitivity is on a couple other B-side discs, but I believe this was the original release. Such a catchy song. Haven't listened to the Jebediah side much, but from what I've heard, they're a pass. Uh, great record, <laughs> fast shipping, awesome price, great condition. Life is good. Nice. Yeah, 12 years ago. Good on you. Yes. So that is it. That is all I've got for track notes and reviews. Let me see. Let me, I'm going to do one of those uh, year in review, like so I can give you clues about... Uh, Okay. Major events in this year to get to Jake O'Donnell's uh, number thing. Um, I'm going to give it to you backwards. Congress expands its investigation on organized crime. Washington Moscow hotline is established. Pope John Paul XXIII dies. Cardinal Montini, elected pope, takes name of Paul VI. Kenya gains independence. Great train robbery in Britain yields 2.5 million pounds for thieves. Scandals in British Parliament lead to resignation of key officials. U.S.-Soviet Union and Britain sign a nuclear test ban treaty. 200,000 people march on Washington in support of civil rights. Dr. Martin Luther King delivers his I Have a Dream speech. Civil rights protests continue throughout the South, during which nonviolent activists are frequently met with beatings and arrests. And President Kennedy is assassinated in Dallas, Texas. Vice President Lyndon Johnson becomes president. The accused assassin, Lee Harvey Oswald, is shot and killed a short time later. Which year does this happen to place this on Jake T. O'Donnell's list? Am I right that it's in the 60s? You are. Okay. I'm going to go with 63. Nailed it. The most beautiful thing, yes. Jebediah and Jimmy World Split, 7-inch, 2000. I'd argue the band's most prolific stretch of musical output were the four full years from the start of 98 until the end of 2001. Not only did they release their two best albums, but they put out several EPs and seven inches with indelible lasting songs. One of those is the appropriately named The Most Beautiful Things. From a split seven inch they did with Jebediah, another song from that single will appear closer to the end of the list. At turns hard rock and it turns uh at at turns hard rock and at times melodic based and almost dream poppy, The Most Beautiful Things is a joy through and through, marked specifically by the high harmony breakdown with dramatic xylophone strikes. Also, when I was in high school, I put together a mix of non-album Jimmy Eat World songs, burned it on a CD, and called it The Most Beautiful Things. I suspect it is kicking around my dad's house somewhere. Many, many songs on this list were surely on that mix CD, says Jake T. O'Donnell. At number 63. JTO. JTO. In the um, JTO. And that's all I have for community. That's all you got for community, huh? That's it. What do you got? I got a few. Let's see. We've got uh, how many of these? Just one. Random poll. <clears throat> the most beautiful things and delivery. We have 147 votes. Where do you think those Whoa. 147 votes stand with the most beautiful things and delivery? I'm going to say 100 most beautiful things, 47 delivery. Wow. It was the other way around. It was uh, 89 for delivery and 58 for the most beautiful things. I'm going to say recency bias. When did that come out versus when? This was three months ago. Oh, wow. Okay. Recency bias. It's very real. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Let's see. Oh, boy. 
That's a big turnout, though. Yeah, it is. Yeah, Exile on Dayton Street was happy. Uh, Snake Oil 27, three years ago in a discussion thread, says, What would I say to you now? God, I love this song. Add it to the forever long list of how did this not make an album? Jim's soaring vocals, the intricate rhythm and lead guitar parts, the lyrics, it all screams emo and it's amazing. The live version makes me appreciate this song even further with with its extended intro and dynamic shifts. But seriously, Jimmy is one of the few bands where consistently their B-sides and demos are as good, if not better, than the album tracks. Uh, And then a deleted account, top comment, seven points. Huge fan here. One of my my favorite early tracks by them. And I agree, it's hard to believe it never made an album, except the self-titled compilation album. This and The Most Beautiful Things both get very regular play in my Jimmy rotation. And then Seeps comes in, agreed, both of those tracks are fantastic. The Most Beautiful Things is almost a Go Big Casino track. The boys had extra studio time back in the day, and Jim just went out and banged it all out Mm. himself, apparently, within a day. Great song. It's so funny. I looked through the Go Big Casino tracks just to, I was like, it's kind of like right place, right time. Yeah, yeah. Is there, yeah, but it wasn't. um, Almost. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, There was another one from... Uh, Kick Wham Stunner, two years ago discussion thread, Jimmy World and Nostalgia. How old are you guys, and which Jew album takes you back to the simpler, heady days of your hometown? Drinking, being 16, 17 years old and partying, smoking and being young and stupid with your first friend and girl-slash-boyfriends. I'm 35 in a week. For the first time in around a decade, I queued up Futures on Spotify and was immediately transported back to these times. The power of music, man. Hit me right in the feels. Feels good, man. And sad. (laughs) (laughs) It's very Justin B. Miller uh, yeah, commentary there. <laughs> uh, Kevmo77 says, literally had to do the math and remember that I'm 43. <laughs> Saw them first right when Static Prevails was released. The handful of seven inches released between uh, Static Prevails and Clarity are the most nostalgic for me. The songs are so raw and the best representation of Juice. Second wave emo roots, the most beautiful things really takes me back to just graduating and going to shows multiple times a week. I don't think those kinds of scenes exist anymore. It was a great time to be young and into music. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, there's, I mean, let me end off with that one. Uh, let's see. I have got a Shaky Jake. Th- what I would say to you now over and over <laughs> again in my head right now. Yeah. Uh, Shaky Jake 316, six years ago, says every time Jimmy World... Every Jimmy World album ranked from worst to best. And Connor Finn, uh, 22, top comment. Am I the only one who liked Invented? That's, you know, do you remember that whole, uh, what was it? Am I the only one? There was like a subreddit that people just, they destroyed the subreddit because it's like, no, you're not the only one. That's funny. (laughs) Nah, this is just common stuff not everyone talks about doing. Uh, The beautiful. Oh, Kevmo again. Kevmo 77. Comes back. Not a bad list. They got the first and last one right, in my opinion. Um, oh, this is from the What Culture website. That's it. Every Jimmy World ranked from worst to best. So they rated Jimmy World 1994 as eight. Yeah, I guess you have to go page by page, which I'm not going to do. But anyway, so Kev, Kev Mo says... Uh, personally, though, some of my favorite stuff is from earlier Seven Inches, pre-Clarity, post-Static Prevails, where they embrace the post-hardcore raw emotion. The Most Beautiful Things is easily in my top three Jew songs. Uh, the, and then a deleted account. The Most Beautiful Things is in my top three as well. It's such an incredible, incredibly underrated song. Part of me feels like if they didn't go the B.A. route after Clarity, they would have made an album that um, 
TMBT would fit into the most beautiful things. <laughs> I, the last one here is this guy, Duke Nuck 12. Oh, God. Uh, Jebediah split available for cheap at Amoeba LA two years ago. Look at this, man. Uh, oh, I love the, the fact that you are out there shopping and actually looking at stuff in the city. Yeah, show it to me. Let me, let me see uh, this post. Yeah, here, here you go. There's, there's your post. Uh, and it looks, oh, just, it takes me back of going to. And this is the old Amoeba, because I haven't been to the new one yet. Yeah, look yeah. at it. Six ninety nine out of print, the little out of print sticker. Price is reduced because of the discs in the condition is guaranteed to be play perfectly. I can't read it sideways. You can always return it in seven days. Uh, yeah, only seven bucks. Yeah. Yeah, man. Johnny Johnny Zero says, if anyone in Australia... I feel like I should have bought it because then I could have scanned in the uh, artwork a little better than it is. Like these things for seven else. bucks, I feel like that just to have that in my collection would be just to yeah, add right. it. <laughs> uh, let's see what else do we have in there. That's uh, Joan as Policewoman. Jimmy Eat World, kind of a big... This looks like there's about 20 discs in there. Billy Joel... Oh, what do you think? Okay, looking at this, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna guess. Bottom right of the disc, what do you think that artist is? Oh wait, where am I looking? Uh, this- on your, on your image, bottom left, same, same row or column as Jimmy World. Jewel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, gotta be. A, yeah, right. That's what I think it is too. Jewel. <laughs> Who will save yourself? Save <laughs> yourself. Oh, man. <laughs> Neighbors calling me. Oh, boy. Oh, that's it. That's my community. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fire up text to speech. Yes. Two things. Yes. One is Christy Brewer with an intro. So let's hit her. All right. Let's see. Let me clean this up. And I'll. Right. Oh, oh, how about this? I'll play past the intro while you clean that up. All right. We're past the intro. All right. Hit me. Ready? Ooh. You say the most beautiful things. An endless list of treasures and trimmings. It takes all my faith just to start. I don't care now how much I'm wrong. We'll run, we'll run, show us all what grace can mean. We'll run, we'll run, all of what I might be. We'll run, we'll run, close your eyes, call it escape. We'll run, we'll run, we'll run away from everything. My song, it shames your ears. Every sentence a failure. Slant rhyme is all I can give. Half-truth is all I'll get. We'll run, we'll run, show us all what grace can mean. We'll run, we'll run, all of what I might do. We'll run, we'll run, close your eyes, call it escape. We'll run, we'll run, we'll run away from everything. Oh, nice. like me. Oh, love me. <laughs> love me. <laughs> hey, all right. Okay. All right, so that is Christy Brewer. Next, we're going to go, something, we're going to do something a little different. All right. I came across this video while searching for covers and it's somebody's original composition called The Most Beautiful Things, and it's instrumental. So this is Nando Music. So I'll go ahead and play on this. Let's do text-to-speech, and I'll give you a little context here, too. 
clean a little bit here. Neo and Mommy, composed by Nando Show. Oh, Nando. Composed by Nando. And Banana. F, 12 years ago. So you say down. the most beautiful things. Yeah. An endless list of treasures and trimmings. It takes all my faith just to start. I don't care now how much I'm wrong. Show us all what grace can mean. All of what I might be. Close your eyes, call it escape. You'll run away from everything. My song shames your ear. Every sentence a failure. Slant rhyme is all I can give. Half truth is all I'll get. Oh, lie to me. Oh, love me. So yeah, I that absolutely was just a, an original piece of music. Had it nothing to great. do with the Jimmy World track. Yeah, but I but I love this found footage stuff, and it's a little black cat hanging out. Yep. Oh, I yep. love this. Yep. <sighs> and so now, cool. before we get into covers, of which I have two. <laughs> yeah, it's not the same for me. Yeah. Um, I found even more songs called "The Most Beautiful Things," so I'm just gonna go. This is. <sighs> I don't know if I can say this, so I'm going to say Yiga Man and Paris Capote. All right. Uh, Paris, Paris Capone. Um, I did uh, not make it very far into that one. <laughs> their song called The Most Beautiful Things. Team Rocket Strikes Back. Oh, Yiga Man. Brand new watch. Trash and make me mad. Whoa. Get an ounce, she flip a bag, you breaking bag. Whoa. Stop at five, I scoop cream like Hagen dies. Rat a piece, I'm still peaceful in my mama eyes. Okay. I see dollar signs, my eyes, you rap guys, piranha size. Ass niggas, get away smooth, I'm good with the cab niggas. Hop in and just say go, I'm ad libbing. These boys still bragging off income tax. They got kids, they ain't even got the income yet. Got the logo in, they hating, man. Team Rocket strikes back. Paris Capone, Yiga Man. Yeah. Uh, not bad. Hey, since we're listening to stuff that's not Jimmy Eat World, did you come across this one? This was on Bandcamp. Uh, uh, is this, it Eureka? This is Voodoo Hoodoo. <laughs> this is Voodoo yes, Hoodoo. Voodoo Hoodoo. Yes, you, you did I come across it down as Eureka. Oh, okay. Now, this one is called... Uh, I guess this is Family Love and Friends. Maybe, is there one that's, there it is. This is the track that I should be finding here. I'll play this one. This is The Most Beautiful Things, the title track. Maybe the album is Eureka. Yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, from Montreal, Quebec. We're going to listen to all eight minutes of this, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> This is like uh, Silent Hill. Oh, totally. And our, oh, there we go. <laughs> I 
is a very satisfying waveform. I'll bet. Yeah. Come on. One, two, three, four. Oh. <laughs> Captain. Uh. <laughs> oh, boy. That is voodoo hoodoo. They got the fruits. We got the roots. The dark spot. <laughs> dark sea therapy. <laughs> Voodoo Hoodoo is a, por- a portal focusing on psychedelic rituals and chaos mm. magic. We reside, uh, it is the brainchild of music connoisseurs who share a refreshing and respectful love for intelligent dance rituals. We are music lovers to the core. Oh my. Yeah. That's Voodoo Hoodoo. Here is the last one that I have in this. This is uh, The Most Beautiful Things in the World by Baba Baby Santa Tecla. Ooh, Baby Santa Tecla. Here we go. I know that song. This is that song that everybody that drives a Land Rover in Hollywood is listening to when you pull up to the stoplight. Every <laughs> one of this. them. I know this one. I know it. Baby Santa Tecla. There it is. <laughs> Good old baby okay. Santa Tecla. So <sighs> shall we start with Smock Puppet and then end yeah. with Matt? Right. Yes. <laughs> Smock Puppet was what I thought was yeah. great. Oh. Uh, Acoustic. I wish I could see her picking pattern. Because she's nailing it. It's just so out of frame and it's like almost frustrating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is great. Do you think her shirt says loser? You think? Good question. And uh, very mid two thousands shirt. This is great. It has two thousand one hundred sixty three views. Uploaded November twenty third two thousand eleven. In the description. Oh, that Jimmy. <laughs> Let's see if we know anybody in the comments here. God, she's, she's got such a great voice, man. Yep. Her latest video is from 10 years ago. This is her second to last upload. Oh, she's got a few other... uh, She's got one other Jimmy World cover. Yeah. We should listen to that. I feel like we had her on recently. Did we do Chase This Light recently? Was that it? Yeah. 
feel like that was like early summer. Maybe it was spring. Let's see. Oh, it's funny. On the discography page, it doesn't have dates. Nor does it on our posts page. I have to go to like a podcast player. But it was episode 115. That was our last episode of last oh. year. Oh, damn. Ah, terrific. Man, Smock Puppet. Oh, nailed it. All right. And our last uh, cover is Matt Ballenbach, um, who I did reach out to to guest on this episode. Did he write back? I don't know. I didn't see it if he did. Yeah, you see him more than I do. I, I don't have any uh, alerts on. Oh, nope. Just the just the bounce back from. Yeah. Uh, Apple Fresh. All right, well, let's listen to Matt's All right. cover here. The Most Beautiful Things, Jimmy Eat World cover. You say the most beautiful things. Yeah. The endless yeah. Ice of treasures, dreams. A cover in celebration of the 20th anniversary of the Bleed America by Jimmy Eat World. He's got the same sound for the guitar, too. Yeah, man. Dialed it in. So funny, I never heard the word slant rhyme before. Now I can't hear it. Yeah. 
good. This just sounds so fun to play. And now we're in the Riv DJ section. Oh, God. Yeah, well, okay. I've got I, three I, here. You have three? Yeah. I'm going to just go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to roll the dice. And this one that I'm assuming finished, I'll go with this one. Or, unless you want to do one first. Are you going to play all three of yours? I, I uh, At least a little bit so people can hear how it didn't work. Um. Okay. <laughs> all right. Then I'll start with my, my good one. Here, uh, or my crappy one. Let me start this off real quick. Let's just see if we how far we can get into this. This is called I Got You Things. I tried to find a good three, four time song. I got you things. It's like <laughs> Oh, man. It's like it picked the wrong <laughs> note to start. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. It's 3-4, but it's like 3-4 split in half. And <laughs> right? Anyway, yes. All right, go ahead. What do you got? Uh, okay, this is called Beautiful Most Beautiful Things. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, mixed with Beautiful Is. Which has like no percussion to speak of, so I'd say this is probably the least offensive. <laughs> Beautiful but since it's a four-four time song, yeah, it, it doesn't work. Um, next is the things is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> the things. with the end is beautiful. Oh. I think this kind of works. There's just so much banging on the snare. Because <laughs> this was a three, four time song. I forgot about that. Me too. It's just like, it's like, it's synced to the two or something. <laughs> right, exactly. It picks the wrong one. Yeah. You um, want to do your last one and then yeah. I'll do my last one? Yes, this is called Things... Things you beautiful Jordan. <laughs> Let's see if it made it. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I 
drumming. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, boy. <laughs> Who sat on the stereo again? Jeez, this is terrible. All right, I really hope your last this one. This is the most beautiful day. All right. Nope. Nah. -uh. <sighs> nope. But all of that aside, Justin, what are your final thoughts on the most beautiful things? I wish I knew about this song sooner. I know I'd heard it before, but it never really. I don't think I've ever sat down and listened to it. Listened to it. So was this, this like intently. sort of a new exposure for you? This version? It was because the last time that I had heard it was a long time ago. Like I knew about the whole way <laughs> that way math part. Right. That that was the most memorable part. But listening to all the other bits of this, dissecting it, and then hearing like when Zach comes in at two minutes and the the guitar and like the, the the crescendo of this is like a really well put together song. I it, like and like Scott Heisel said, their B sides, their B sides are good. Uh, this is one of those B sides that's just a, a freaking banger. Uh, and what do you think about this one? If you had asked me like what this was on, I would never have been able to tell you. And I probably would have said clarity or like <laughs> uh, something like that. Because it feels, it doesn't feel like a B-side. It has all those great arpeggiated guitars, but it it's, uh, yeah, uh, not often spun on my part. And I'll never unhear the slant rhymes, uh, yeah, line, right? which I like a lot. Yeah. So all that said, um, it's a good song. Um, and uh, I don't know if I love it any more than I did coming into it. Um, uh, that's what something Sadie Hawkins pod. Do you love it more, less, or the same as before? <laughs> and uh, uh, I like this one the same, I think. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, interesting. The uh, like some l religious imagery with some of the words, uh, here, yeah, um, and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a great song, especially with the way the arpeggiated guitars play with one another. So I dig that portion of it. So, yeah, if you uh, find yourself um, wondering what grace can mean and needing to take all your faith just to start something, just remember to be excellent to each other. And party on, dudes!